Hello and welcome to the 50th episode of the Killing Time Podcast. My name is Arch Grieve, I'm your host, and coming at you as always from Dayton, Ohio. And of course, the coronavirus pandemic continues raging, and I am uh, recording this on May 10th. So today is an exciting day because I've got lots of interviews scheduled, and one of those interviews is with Asmita Das. Ismita is um, someone that I met actually through the podcasting group that we're both a part of, and she has a pretty awesome podcast she does that has a lot of similarities actually to this one in some ways, I think. Her podcast is called Human Spices, which is all about exploring people and their creative influences. She's also the parent relations manager at Vivero International Preschool and Childcare in Mangalore, India. So let's give her a call and see how things are going. Hello. 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 Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Don't tell me I'm on record right now. Yes, we are live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> we just go right on into the show. So, um, how how are things going? It's going good. Uh, I just had my dinner. Uh, yeah, cooking, working, trying on new podcasting, uh, watching movies, stuff like that. Yep. Well, so, um, it, what time is it over How, there? Uh, over here it is 10.02 PM. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so, um, yeah. I, I have had international guests on the podcast. I've had some friends from Bosnia, Herzegovina on. Um, but I've never had anybody from mm-hmm. India on the podcast, so you're the first. And I'm wondering if you could maybe, could you talk a bit about what India is, you know, what what it's like right now with the pandemic? Like, what's their response been like? Yeah, sure. So, um, well, I'm, I'm basically uh, from India, yeah. And I am currently in one of the um, most busiest uh, metropolitan city, that's Bangalore. Uh-huh. And um, and uh, here the situation is uh, like a bit relaxed right now, where people can roam around. Uh, where people, yes, masks are are there for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, apart from that, uh, so my so my native is in <clears throat> Calcutta. So my parents are in Calcutta right now. They are stuck over there. They went for uh, to attend a marriage, but they're stuck there since February. Wow. So there, uh, the scene is a bit different, where uh, the government has totally marked uh, most of the places that red zones a bit. Different. It's all relaxed. Okay, I'm sorry you broke up a little bit there with um, my my internet may be bad, um, <clears throat> but um, where, it, go ahead. Yeah, so this is what, so uh, uh, in Bangalore, it's relaxed, but in Calcutta, that's in West Bengal, uh, that's a bit of a um, uh, very different case over there. Really? It's all locked. Yeah, it's the, I mean, the materials are not available <clears throat> at that, um, at the gist of your uh, thing, so yeah. Okay. That's the whole scenario. Well, now, so for, I'm sorry? How about over there? 
So over here, we have done a lot to, um, it's basically, they've shut everything down. Um, there's no, um, you can't, you can't go out to get dinner or something at a restaurant and, um, many of the stores have been shut down, but they're going to slowly reopen them, but we have to practice social distancing. So everybody needs to keep six feet apart. And they were oh, yeah, encouraging yeah. people to wear masks, although that's been somewhat controversial lately. Now yeah. they, they're they saying that maybe masks are bad. What? Masks are bad? Yeah, I don't know why um, exactly. I think that maybe it makes people more likely to engage in behavior that could be risky, and they don't necessarily have that much protection. So um, that's why, I think. Different yeah. stories, different perspectives. Can't say anything on this. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, tell me, uh, what, what, what questions do you have? So, this is the first time I have been uh, invited for a uh, podcast interview where I am uh, interviewing people. So, this is the first time I'm going ahead. So, yeah. Well, I'm excited that you're, thank you so much for being willing to do that and uh, be on our show. Um, Thank you so much for letting me in. Yeah, go ahead. Well, so my first question is, I know for your day job, I, I see that you're the, you're the parent relations manager at Vivero uh, International Preschool and Child Care. Yes, yeah. Well, can you tell me a little bit about what that means normally? Like, what does your job look, look like normally? And then maybe how it's been impacted by the pandemic? Sure, uh, a whole lot of change uh, because of the pandemic, but then let me tell you step by step. So, paint relations manager means uh, so basically in a school, uh, since it's a free school, so it's like only from nursery, pre, uh, sorry, pre-nursery, nursery, uh, K1, that's kindergarten one, and kindergarten two, and then, uh, and then grade one. So, from okay. grade one, the children go to K-12 school, right? So, yeah. um, I'm, not, I'm not sure uh, what terminology is being used over there, but in India, uh, the terms are like uh, K-12 for uh, school which has from grade 1 till grade 12. Yeah, okay? we, ha- we have that as well. Now, okay, awesome. So, uh, the other part is, uh, so my profile is basically into a lot of things where I'm working on admissions, uh, where I'm working on sales, where I'm working on marketing, uh, social media, mm-hmm. uh, administration, uh, so a whole lot of stuff, basically. And in a school, you have school head who, who manages both academic and the uh, ad- admissions part. And the PRM, that's me. So mm-hmm. I will be taking care of the whole parent and um, the admissions, sales, and uh, and stuff like which the school head might not take care of. Right. So, That's yeah, so fascinating. And, Can I just yeah. say real quick? I um I feel like you're my you're my twin around the globe in some ways because we I had a very similar job for a, a school here. They they called the title community uh-huh. outreach director, but I I did all the social media, the website, admissions stuff. You know, um, trying to advertise for the school and. Um, so that's so fascinating that we had so, such similar jobs. Yeah, yeah. Just, just 
because the names are different. But so, so um, similar with a lot of profile names, just the names are different. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fascinating. Well, so yeah. um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. How, how has it been different now that the pandemic has hit? Uh, yeah, so basically our school timing is from uh, 8.30 uh, to uh, 3.30. And then if uh, a parent wants to have uh, the children for childcare, so they'll be keeping them till uh, 7 o'clock. Okay. Okay. But uh, since right now um, the pandemic and the lockdown has started, so we, the best thing was Vivero did not stop for a day. We worked night uh, and day like crazy to come up with a curriculum where children can be, you know, like uh, children can keep learning being at home still. Yeah. Just that we would need a Zoom call um, and uh, a computer or a laptop. So, and a bit of a guidance from the parents because they're children, right? Right. So, that's the thing. And, uh, yeah, a lot of things we have been uh, uh, implementing. Like, uh, so there's something called iLearn, which we have started. Uh, So, from June 1st, where our uh, academic year starts. So, we'll be coming up with iLearn at Vivero from June 1st as a normal academic year. As soon as the lockdown ends, we might take an, another month because they are children and we don't want to take any risk with them. Right. So they might need to stay back at home for another month unless and until each and everything gets settled down really well. And when and are, that's when we when, when are people saying that that's going to happen over there? Like when, when are things going to get back to normal, do you think? Uh, so well in India... See, I am very positive that this is going to continue till August. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, because, um, and since India, uh, uh, you know, we have, like, it's a very uh, hilarious part, but India has started uh, opening the the alcohol shops. Uh So the economy is... The economy has actually elevated. Yeah, and and on television, on internet, every single place and the videos which you get on WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, I saw literally people are sitting on the road, like of course keeping that distance of six feet. Plus they it's like uh, night at twelve o'clock. They're waiting in queue. Wow. And they're like almost like 100 to 120 people standing over there. Wow. So you can imagine how uh, this pandemic might, um, you know, this uh, lockdown might uh, get <clears throat> increased. You never know. Uh, Absolutely. Like, you know, how, yeah. So for that reason, we have taken August as the uh, date when the when uh, the government might ask to stop the lockdown, but we are prepared for that. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, I, I'm curious with the school where you work, is that a public school or a private school? What kind of school is that? Uh, no, it's an 
international school uh, but then it is uh, privately owned uh, we have uh, around uh, 23 schools across india oh wow and uh, uh, we follow uh, emilia Re- uh, regio emilia approach where uh, we have got it from northern italy oh where uh, yeah so where there's so where there's a lot of philosophical exchange between ib curriculum and this regio emilia so that once the children um graduate from k2 they can get into any any syllabus cool be it cbse uh, that is central board uh, secondary exam be it icse that is indian council of uh, secondary exam uh, these two are in india based um, indian based sorry uh-huh. and uh, then we have ib curriculum also in india uh, the schools which they have and we have um, uh, igcse and cambridge um, syllabus also in india they can uh-huh. get into any uh, syllabus school that they want to so we make them ready for the 21st century uh children basically yeah wow that's great well sounds like an amazing school um so uh shifting shifting gears a little bit let's talk about your podcast too cuz that's i mentioned that's how we met was through this podcast group and it's called the human uh, yes. human spices and um i have, yes. i have to say i i love the concept because i think it's very similar in some ways to what I'm trying to do but you're you're much better at articulating what you're doing with your podcast. So can you describe what it is that you're doing with your podcast? Sure, sure. So basically uh no I I won't say I'm better or uh you know, but then uh, I'm just trying my bit to have stories of people which are totally unheard, untold uh to the world. Yeah. And um So basically the human spices podcast is a part of the human spices blog. So I have a blog which I had launched on uh, 2nd of April 2018 and that is where I would uh, get in touch with creative people or people who are into change making or who are into entrepreneurship or people who are trying to do something out of the crowd. Yeah. And um So I try to get connected with them and document their stories and share it on my blog. Even I have gotten uh in touch with a lot of um, people from Italy. So there was this one mm. uh man I don't remember the name I think it's Pacchetto. So he had this huge uh lendy beard. okay uh-huh. and uh, he got famous just because of that beard in his town of italy uh-huh. and uh, the, and and right now he's the rj uh, of one of the uh, radio stations over there and uh, and he's also a model right now so you wow. know a beard can change your life <laughs> Well, I'm I, I'm yes. I'm glad to hear that. I I have one, but it's nowhere near uh, as long as his. I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> he has it till um, till the um, what do you say? You know, till till the belly button. Oh I wow! Think. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it's that it's that huge. Yeah. Well, that's... and then uh, I got in touch with someone from Switzerland. So this lady, uh, her her name is um, Sarah Sangita Gasser. now she was from uh, zurich 
Switzerland and there was this one Indian lady who would uh, stay beside her residence and she would practice her Bharatanatyam. Now Bharatanatyam is one of the uh, cultural uh, dance performances of India oh. which originates from Chennai. Okay. Uh-huh. So, um, so that is an, another metropolitan city of India and uh, so this she wanted to learn Bharatanatyam so so bad that she got in touch with her, uh, with that Indian lady, and she learned it from her. Then she moved to India, stayed at Chennai, learned it from the Guruji over here, <laughs> and she has, I think, right now she has started her own um, academy o- over there in Switzerland. Wow! So you see, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. I know. I know. Well, um, yeah. You're, you remind me a lot of uh, someone over here that I know named Bridget Flaherty, and she runs this company called Lore. It's all about storytelling, and um, I would love to connect the two of you sometime because I feel like um, what you're what you do is is so similar. So it's it's so fascinating, like you say, yeah. just meeting people around the world. Um, yeah. Well, so do you have yeah. a favorite yeah. episode? And I'm so oh, fortunate. Yeah. Oh, no, I, go ahead. Yeah, so I was just saying that I'm, I'm really fortunate to have met these people who have this, um, you know, this inner fire that they have in them and they made sure that they succeeded. Yes, there are people who are still struggling, but then still they are successful people in my eyes because yeah. at least they have taken that courage to come out of the crowd and do something else on their own right right absolutely i love that yeah yeah and yeah and this podcast so coming to the podcast thing so this uh came out uh during this pandemic okay so second of april as i said 2018 was the day i had launched uh uh, the human spices podcast Uh Uh, sorry the human spices blog the human spices podcast was um launched on 3rd April 2020. That was right wow. uh, the next day uh, after celebrating my two years of journey with this, the human spices. So that was how I, and I always wanted to get into voiceover artist um, profile, you know, because somehow right. I want, I, I, I thought that I have somehow a somewhere good voice, which I could I, at least like, you know, uh, use it for something and yeah. I, I really fancied I, I really fancied all these voiceover artists and I really wanted to be one but you know I'm so lazy that way also <laughs> like again studying, getting a degree getting this getting that I'm like you know what let it be so finally someone was talking to me about podcast and that's like I did hear about it but um I was not sure what exactly, so I did not pay any heed to it. But then I, and since the lockdown, I was like, you know, there's there's so much of time to think about things right now. So, yeah. yeah. And that's when the podcasting happened. I downloaded Spreaker. I downloaded Anchor. I downloaded this. I downloaded yep. that. <laughs> I learned it from articles. I watched so many videos. 
I lo- uh, so uh, so on Anchor they um, they have these few training videos. Uh, sorry, audios. So I started listening to them on a daily basis on repeat mode, yeah. and that's how. And then this podcast actually made me um, discover other podcasts. Like you know how how they talk, how they greet people, how right. they keep the things engaging. Each and everything was so you know practical, right. no theoretical. I'm a very bad example for that. No, <laughs> but I, then um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is something that has really worked out. And to be very honest, Arch, um, this 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 podcast has really made me so aware of my people around. Because mm-hmm. they, uh, because they are all my friends. Okay, because if I have to start with something, I have to see around my friends, right? So yeah. I started with them, and they readily agreed. Okay, the best part, and the yeah. second best part was they were so open about it. They were so open about their life stories, whatever happened with them, the incidents, the ups and downs, uh, the experiences, and. I started looking at them with a very different point of view now. Sure. So, well, yeah, I, I, lo- I love all of that thing. so much because I mean that's that's almost exactly what I did was I uh, I I had a temporary emergency leave from work and so mm-hmm. I was off work for weeks and I had nothing to do and I thought you know right. my friends have so so many cool stories and I like talking with them. I'll just, you know, turn that into a, a podcast and it's really just kind of almost been an excuse for me to, uh, reach out to people and see how they're doing. And I've loved catching up with people that I haven't talked to in years in some cases. And, um, so I, I love it, but I learned, you know, exactly the same way you're talking about. And I, I appreciate like the group that we're in because you can go in there and ask people for advice. And, um, that's very helpful. And, and they are- yeah and they're so approachable yeah they just respond to you in seconds that's the best thing about these these uh promote your podcast groups i have been in so many groups but then i've never experienced this type of you know warmth and yes we are not in touch in person but then from different countries from different places we're all together in this right right absolutely so, yeah that's the best part yeah yeah well, so I, I'm kind of fascinated by India and I would love to travel there someday. Um, I, so I taught, I taught at a school where we had, um, for whatever reason, we had a larger Indian population at the school where I work. And, um, uh-huh. I love, you know, like I, I loved learning about Indian culture and, um, and religions as well. Um, and I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm just curious. Are you a religious person? Is that rude to ask in the uh, Indian culture? Oh <laughs> uh, well, see. To be very honest, I used to be one. Yeah. But then, uh, whatever reason, I I am not that religious. But I'm not that anti-religious. Also. Sure. I'm like somewhere. Okay, like you know, if I believe in God, yes, there is uh, there there is a God for everyone. And that's it. So India has a lot of, you know, uh, things where they do a lot of worshipping things. They do uh, so many things. You know, I I just can't tell you when, you know, on this one phone call, I would love to take you around however I can when you come over to um, 
to India and if you contact me. But uh, there are a few things which my mom, which my mom uh, does follow. But then I, at times, I don't. But then there are a few things just to keep her happy. I do. Uh, <laughs> even my dad. Yeah, we Indians are like you know. It's so <laughs> funny because uh, we're we're basically the same. I'll still go to a few religious services every year uh, to keep my parents happy, um, but I don't do it. I, I don't follow it myself. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about, you know, the people you love or um, who love you. You just keep their heart. Okay, cheek. Uh, I mean, you know, okay. I'm so sorry I used a Hindi word here. Cheek okay. means all right. Okay. It means so what now? Cheek. And what does it mean? It, it means all right. Okay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. I'm glad. There are so many. Uh, so, so the best thing about India is, it's just one country with whole lot of, um, whole lot of uh, religion and uh, communities and mm-hmm. food and colors and people and thought processes and whatnot. Yeah, it seems so, so diverse and vibrant as a culture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So even me, so I'm I'm a Bengali basically. Bengali means someone who um who belongs to Calcutta mm-hmm. or West Bengal, and uh, but then I'm just born in Calcutta. But then because of my dad's transferable job, so we the whole family would go around him, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> along with him. So I have been to South India. I have been there for around um, nine to ten years. Wow. Again, uh, we shifted to um, we shifted to East India. That's called Orissa. Uh, there again, I had stayed for around ten years, and then uh, my dad got transferred to North uh, Northeast. That's Sikkim. Uh-huh. Uh, that's when we came to our base. That is Calcutta. So okay. there, I have spent around seven years uh, of my graduation and a bit of my professional life, and then I came to Bangalore. Now, Bangalore is basically the city where my dad started his career, oh, and that's wow. how I also proved myself. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> Well, yes, I'm um, talking so much. I'm so sorry. No, 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 you're not. This podcast is all about you, so you're talking just the right <laughs> amounts. Thank you. Well, um, yes, thank you. I yeah, see, I see on your LinkedIn page that you're also a Guinness World Record holder. What did you do? <laughs> all right, okay. So you're going really deep. <laughs> so um, that's one of the uh, oldest ones. So I'm, I'm a cyclist. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, so uh, there was this one Guinness World Record attempt that we had that was in uh, Karnataka itself, uh, in one of the uh, states of Karnataka, uh, sorry, cities in Karnataka. And um, so there, the whole uh, thing was about, it was 1,235 cyclists cycling in one row without putting your foot down <laughs> and maintaining a distance of around of one cycle between you wow. now if one of yeah 
Now, if one of the cyclists um, did anything of that or stopped in between, the whole line would break. The wow. whole line and the whole thing would get disqualified. Wow. How, so, many, how many people were there? 1,235. Wow. <laughs> That's so and cool. that ride was for five kilometers. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, that's, so so, five, that's so cool. Thank you so much. So we uh, broke the record of Bangladesh. Uh, but then uh, right after that, our um, record was broken by another uh, CRPF. As in, um, I mean, they are a part of police uh, department, the mm. cops. So uh, they broke it from us uh, uh, in Delhi. I mean, being in India itself. And right after that, I think Turkmenistan has uh, broken the record again. Oh, no. So, yeah. So, we we tried to come up with that record again by having 20, uh, 2020 cyclists uh, this uh, last year. Uh-huh. But that did not happen because of some, some problems, some interrelated uh. problems, something happened. So that, that did not happen. That's too bad. Yeah, but then that's okay. Cyclists are cyclists. They would cycle in any which way. <laughs> I, exactly. Well, um, I I love cycling too. I'm, I'm not as, I don't do it as much as you do, I'm sure, but I, I, do, I do enjoy it. We have a lot of trails around here. Do you guys have a lot of good bicycling trails or do you mostly road cycle or? Uh, well, I use hybrid cycle. Uh, so this cycle, uh, so so my cycling journey also has another story behind it. Mm-hmm. So um, I was looking for a cycle because I was putting on weight. I wanted to lose weight, but then you know, I mean, just to be fit. But then I hate going to gym. I <laughs> just you're you're exactly I like slipped. me. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I so hate that. And and the, the, the worst part is all the show of guys, okay? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> all the sounds they would come up with. Oh, God, it's so annoying. But then any which way, um, I uh, wanted to get into some activity. So I wanted to get into cycling again. Like, you know, last time I cycled was when I was in grade 10 when I used to go for my tuitions, for my extra classes, yeah. right after school. So, uh, that was it. And, and after that, I did not touch cycling. So, later on, I uh, so on one of the cycling groups, I mentioned that, you know, I'm looking for a cycle, maybe a used one or anything, or maybe for rent. But then I just want to see if I'm, if I'm loving... Uh, uh, the idea of cycling because right. I don't want to invest a huge money behind this and then I don't do it, right? Very smart, yeah. So, so yeah, Indians. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that way, uh, so I got in touch with a lot of people. Uh, but then there was this one guy who was leaving for US and uh, he said that, hey, I stay in your area. And, uh, you know, in 15 days, I will be leaving for U.S. So why don't you just check out my cycle? And I have rarely used it. Like, I bought it some six months back. But then I might have used it twice or maybe. So it's as new as 
a new one. Right. I said, okay, so what is the price of that? Because see, I won't be expecting him to be giving me as a giveaway, right? Right. So I asked him, what is the price about it? So he said, oh, no, 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 I'm just giving away. Wow. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, are you drunk? Are you high? <laughs> like, what exactly? <laughs> you know, I'm not that beautiful even that you would just give it to me like that. <laughs> so he said, uh, well, uh, no, I'm totally in my senses. If you want, you can come over and check it out. Um, and if you and if you feel that there's any danger, get your pepper spray with you. <laughs> I said, wow. all right, okay. <laughs> so I went along with my friend. And yes, she was carrying the pepper spray, not me, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was in 2018, May. Okay. Mm-hmm. The same. So, 2018 was a very changing year for me. Everything happened in 2018. All okay. right. So, that was when I went to his uh, area. Then, then we called him. And mind you, we did not share numbers. We were just contacting each other via Facebook calls and messages, right? Wow, yeah. So, yeah. So then we went over there and uh, we checked and we ha- and he came uh, downstairs and he said, "Hey, hi!" And he looked so gentle. He looked so nice. I mean, as a nice guy. Right. Okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he said, uh, "So where's this?" So, where's the pepper spray? I said, are you serious? <laughs> she was <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Hello? Yeah. Now, am I fine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Okay. okay. So, then, um, so, then he showed us the cycle. And I'm like, oh, my God. This, like, you know, love at first sight. And, um... And also, there was another day. So, the same day, it was my birthday. So, uh, he was basically an angel (laughs) giving me a gift, tattoo, my favorite gift, on my birthday. So, and yeah, so we exchanged few words. We had a cup of tea in one of the bakeries right over there. And yeah, that's it. The cycle was mine. And he did not take a single penny. Wow. He just said that, take it as a gift, okay? Take it as a gift from someone you don't know. And uh, and you'll remember me always. <laughs> of course, I'll remember you always. Wow. You changed my life, dude. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, so since then, I have been cycling and cycling and cycling. So every single morning, I go for my 10-kilometer ride. Wow. And um, then right after, in the evening, I, I used to, though, but then... Once the lockdown started, everything went back to haywire. So yeah. I need to start off again. Yeah. Well, I uh, the sport that I picked up to try to do, um, you know, some more to to try to lose some weight was jujitsu. So that's what I've been trying to do. But I all the gyms here are closed, and I don't have any idea when they're going to open. So I I've, I've put on a few pounds since then. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu, there's also another story. (laughs) I did try joining uh, MMA, that's mixed martial arts. So in this academy, they had karate, they had uh, jiu-jitsu, they had boxing. Nice. So I did try boxing, it was really nice. But the day 
the um, uh, the guy who was training us when he said that Asmita, get into the ring. I said, what? No, I'm just two days old over here. What are you expecting? I don't want to die so so soon. I have so many things to do now. He said, don't worry. I will take your dead body to your home. I'm like, <laughs> so, but then uh, I did get a lot of punches though. <laughs> yes. Nice. And uh, that's, yeah, and that's it. I think, as a whole, I went for that class for around 10 days maximum. And that's it. I'm done. And okay. I said, no, this much of violence is not my cup of tea. I can't yeah, take this. I understand. You should have tried jujitsu. I think you would like it much better. There's no punching. They call I did jujitsu too. Yeah. They call it the gentle then also art. I got my... Uh, really? But then they had this, uh, like, you know... Uh, rolling over on that person and then he would be taking your taking your thighs in the air and then like you know <laughs> kicking you out oh my god yeah this is too much for me i don't know i like it so, but it's yeah well so do I, you, yeah yeah tell me go ahead oh i was gonna say do you uh have you traveled internationally at all Oh, no, no, not yet. I really want to. My favorite place is like, right now, I would want to. So I have a few lists. Mm-hmm. I would want to go to Andamans. Uh, uh, that's not international though. But then uh, I love beach. I love water. Oh, yeah. And I would like to go to Maldives and Sri Lanka. And yeah, that's it. Right now, for for the time being, these three places. Well, someday you need because to come come to visit the United States someday. I shall. When that day shall come, I shall call you. Perfect. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, yes. Well, so I always like to ask people what they're reading or listening to or watching on TV. Is there anything good that you recommend? Recommend? Well, uh, there's this... Um, I love this series on Netflix called Atypical. If you haven't watched oh, it. Oh, I think I've uh, seen that. About, yeah, it's about that autistic child. And yeah. I, I don't know why the concept of aut- autism or the aut- autistic children, like, you know, they have a different mindset, you know? Yeah. I, I, I have even uh, read this book a few years back and it's still instilled in my mind, like so vividly. It's called, um, uh, what was the name? The cute, the curious, the curious case. case of the dog in the nighttime. Yes. Yeah. Mark yes. 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 I've that's, read that that's too. Book. That's a great book. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Uh, so there is this thing in me. So whatever movie I watch or, um, or a series I watch or a book I read, I, I get, I take that, I take one of the, um, characters so seriously that I feel that it's me, you know? Yeah. That person over there, it's me. Or that person has come onto me. Or, or that character has come onto me. Right. So, yeah. So, after watching Atypical and the way the straightforward uh, answers uh, Sam would start giving. Yeah. I started doing that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I did fall in a lot of problems after that. But, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that is one of the funniest things I have. 
Okay. Uh, what? Um, any any other uh, recommendations? Uh, yes. Uh, so there's um, okay. Now there's this one uh, series on Netflix again. Now this is totally Indian. Okay. I okay. would request. I would recommend people to watch it because it's from Rabindranath Tagore. Uh, you must have heard about him or not, but uh-huh. he is one of the world's um, very famous poet, oh. and who hails from Calcutta. So uh, you know, same breed, same right. same blood. Yes. <laughs> so uh, he has amazing, amazing story. Uh, he had, of course, uh, he had uh, an amazing storytelling uh, skills and the movies and. Uh, and the poems that he has written, you should read that. However, um, you know, on Netflix, there's this uh, there's this uh, series called Stories by Rabindranath Tagore. Okay? Uh-huh. Just watch it. And you will see a different India, a different India back in, uh, I think, 1900 century. Wow. I mean, 1900, yeah. So, so st- Stories by yeah, Rabindranath Stories by who again? Yes, yeah. The stories, uh, the stories, uh, stories by Rabindranath Tagore. R A B I N D R A N A T H. Rabindranath. Perfect. Okay, I oh, will sorry. check that did out. I, did I just uh, did I spell it wrong? It's R A B I N D R A N A T H, and okay. then. T-A-G-O-R-E, Tagore. Okay, Tagore, got it. Perfect, I will yes, check that yes. out, and thank they you. Do have, uh, they do have subtitles, watch it. You will see a different India art. Awesome. You will love it. I, I mean, will. I'm sure you will love it. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> All right, well, do yeah. you do you have any advice for people on how to make it through the pandemic? I always like to ask before I end the show. Talk to people. You know, converse yeah. with them because a lot of people um, are not with their family members. Like me right. and my brother, we are stuck over here, and my parents are stuck over there. Yeah. Uh, somehow she makes these amazing food pictures, and she sends us pictures also. Of that <laughs> I cry at times, uh-huh. but and I'm and I'm a disaster in kitchen affairs. I'm somehow making things, surviving. <laughs> but um, the main thing is just keep talking to your people because they need you at this point of time. And not just the lockdown period of time. Right. Every single day, just, just keep trying to talk at least three people. Now, in 12 hours, for sure, you will have time at least for 15 minutes or, or maybe like, you know, five minutes to talk to one person. And that can be done for sure, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. I think that's great advice. <laughs> yeah, that is. Well, if people want to find your yeah. podcast, where should they go? Oh, they can uh, get in touch with me. Oh, sorry. I mean, on uh, Spotify, yes. As I mean, they just have to write the Human Spices podcast. Perfect. And uh, I'm on Spotify. Uh, my podcasts are on Google Podcast. Okay. And I think on Breaker and so like, I'm, I'm totally new into this podcasting journey, so I'm not very sure about the names. So, sure. yeah. But then, yes, I am on Facebook and Instagram. It's called The Human Spices. 
and of course um, through you i would like to uh, tell them that if anyone would like to share their story with us um please get in touch with me i'm totally over there on dm me email me at the human spices at gmail.com awesome yeah i would maybe i could be a guest sometime i'd love to come on Awesome. Well, I I hope someday we get to meet in person, and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. I thank you to give me this whole opportunity to talk to someone uh, so cool with that uh, black um, with that uh, spec. So I'm I forgot the name of I forgot the term of that. But then um, glasses, correct? Um, oh yeah. Sorry, the black glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you know the story behind I that? Do, I do think that I do. Oh no no no! Tell me, please. Oh yeah. So, for for years now, like ever since I watched this episode on um, Oprah, I it's like the only episode of Oprah I ever watched, but. Um, she did a special on tiny houses and I thought they were fascinating and I loved these tiny houses and I just kind of fell in love with them and I kind of got obsessed with them and I, you know, made plans to build one and I've always wanted to and I'd never done it. And then the pandemic hit and I didn't have anything to do. And so I thought, well, I'm going to finally build my tiny house out in my backyard. So now this is my little man cave shed that I that I have that I I can go to and I I I work from home now out here and I love it out here. Wow. I I so wish that I would also have something like that <laughs> yeah. going forward when I have my own house. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It's fun. Well, so thank you again. Yeah. It has been great talking thank with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Same here, same here. Thank you so much for the for this. Yep. Well, take care. Bye. Bye. All right. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was my interview with Ismita, and it was great talking with her and just hearing what life is like in India, um, getting to talk about so many different topics, and um, the podcast that she's doing is so cool. So um, I hope you check it out, and I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this one. If you enjoyed it, please do um, you know, follow or like, or maybe even write a review. That would be amazing. Uh, share it with a friend, anything like that and help get the word out about this podcast. So, um, thanks again for listening and until next time, take care everyone.